Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. <sighs> Pretty wonderful. Today is Monday, October 10th, Indigenous Peoples Day here in the United States, certainly in New Mexico. I think there are places in the United States where it is still Columbus Day, but I believe federally it's officially Indigenous Peoples Day. Huh. Uh, so, yeah, federal holiday here in the US. It's a federal holiday in Canada as well. It's Canadian Thanksgiving. So, lots of people off today enjoying the long weekend. Um, last hurrah perhaps before well before Thanksgiving right it's not that long. It's funny um Halloween's coming in a few weeks. I feel like I've been in a little bit of denial maybe because our weather has been so beautiful this fall but it's like oh I should probably get out my Halloween decorations at some point. Though I'm not sure if I feel like it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I, I think I'm not feeling like it's really Halloween yet. I mean I still have drum video. You can see the flowers behind me. The flowers are still blooming here. I did notice on my calendar that oh I mentioned this on Friday didn't I how I'm becoming my grandmother by marking things on the calendar but sometimes it's useful that I brought the plants in the potted plants in on October 10th last year. So today um, and we're just nowhere near freezing yet. So I I don't need to do that. It's supposed to be sunny today. Um, our rain 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 finally stopped um, but it continued raining through all of Saturday and by yesterday morning I guess Saturday evening the um, clouds were really starting to lift clear out but we got over an inch of rain. That's a lot for us. And uh, my mom says they've been getting a lot of rain in Tucson which is unusual for them to get it in October. So unusual weather patterns. Um, yeah so maybe I'll get enthused about putting out Halloween decorations. David keeps wanting to do a, a neighborhood party and I've been kind of putting that off. Uh, you know one of the things about planning a party is that I don't know how David's going to feel on any given day and yeah so it just makes it kind of difficult to plan. So I am working today uh, getting ready to I really want to get going on this novella and I don't know if this get going the right term. Um, I've got about 7,000 words on it now uh, and if I get 15,000 words this week which is my goal I could have it mostly done and then revised and then revised next week and I would like that. Um, exciting news I have the cover for familiar winter magic for the standalone the story that was in 
fire of the frost. So I just need to get that standalone formatted and then I will put that up for um for you all to buy be able to buy standalone. So I need to get that pre-order set up. I got good things done this weekend. I also socialized a lot this weekend which was good. It was um fun. Uh Jane Linsgold came up from Albuquerque and did a reading at Beastly Books and so I got to see people I hadn't seen for a while. Um Twig the manager at Beastly Books is awesome and I had not seen him since um July. Yeah. So for no good reason I think partly because it's been conference season. Uh, so we made plans. Uh, I got to have several long conversations. That's a nice thing about those kinds of readings and stuff is then people hang out and chat. So I got to have several long conversations with people and it, it just felt satisfying you know to have non rushed conversations. It was funny because one gal that I feel like I've talked to several times and we I don't know stood you know like a little bit in the like the hallway of the bookstore people had to keep going between our conversation she and Emily Ma and I and we were um you know people were like oh excuse me and we're like no 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 go buy books sorry we're just like you know like when you're on either side of the hallway there wasn't really a better way to do it it's not a big space. <laughs> but then she says to me um you know I bet we stood there and talked 15 20 minutes and finally she says well she said you know sometime we need to sit down and and have a real conversation I would like that and I mean like she's been to my house I, so I'm not sure what does that mean am I overthinking I made a um oh no I'll keep on this track because I do have a note of something to talk about but I'll try to stay on topic for a little while. So so yeah I did that and I got to video chat with a friend and that was good and I mean did things like laundry descaled my Nespresso maker longtime listeners or uh, daily listeners will be pleased to know that I did finally descale the Nespresso and it did make a big difference. You all think I could deduct the money I spend on coffee because of this podcast. What an amusing thought <laughs> didn't occur to me before. I bet I could I have to my taxes should be ready this week so I'm sort of sitting on some money in case I have to pay it to the government. Um, and then yesterday I was being a good kitty and I was going to get all the things done and my friend Megan texted and said that she was going to be free for brunch and so we had a we had a lovely brunch uh it was a really good time we sat at the bar at Capitol Grill and I got to have I indulged in um the cornflake coated french toast and you you probably don't need this much detail but you're getting it and the uh, it was the combo so I had the ham and the eggs and I got the mushroom gravy on the side for the the ham and it was 
it was delicious and we had bloody marys and then we had mimosas and we had great conversation and then i came home and i did fin start um getting my fall winter clothes out and putting the spring summer away so i am moving my way into fall so um <clears throat> but i have a number of businessy things to take care of including getting that pre-order for familiar winter magic up as soon as i get that done i'll um do the cover reveal so that you all can order it uh probably it'll probably be available by like tomorrow or the next day so and the cover is really pretty so pretty I'm I'll do a teaser on the show notes do you all like the teaser or not does is it just frustrating do I care I'll I'm gonna do the teaser anyway <clears throat> but I do want to save the full cover for when you can click uh so other things that happened this weekend I'm trying to decide which thing to lead with so this is the thing I made a note of that someone posted this um I don't know where I saw it It, like went by my social media probably Twitter but they posted this line and I saved it she loves the bear the withered tree she walks the sodden pasture lane and that's Robert Frost she loves the bear the withered tree she walks the sodden pasture lane two lines two lines and I admittedly I've always loved Robert Frost but it's she loves the bear the withered tree she walks the sodden pasture lane so eight words no I did that wrong didn't I um seven plus it's easier to look at it do it seven plus six so 13 words 13 words not even as my agent would call them five dollar words and yet it evokes such a strong image and and even just seeing it go by on Twitter I went ah and it gave me that visceral feeling how does a person do that in so few words uh I just um and I it struck me in part because I didn't recognize which poem it is and I have the big Robert Frost compendium though it's probably easier to google it but I've been thinking about that so much I was talking to an aspiring author not long ago about uh he was telling me that the critiques he's getting on his work is that people say that they don't feel confident in the story that he's telling and that he's not sure how to fix that and I said you know I always come back to this analogy of when I was in graduate school and I was took a play directing class um mostly so I wouldn't be science brain all the time and as the final part of the course was we put on one act plays for the public and it was very interesting to me because one of the things that I learned from play directing was that the where I wasn't crystal clear on what was going on in the play and the story 
the audience was also not clear or vice versa where people told me they didn't understand what was going on. Those were parts where I hadn't been really certain of what I was trying to show. And so it's this intangible aspect of the creative story, right? Where the person who is crafting it, who is delivering it to you and with play directing, you're taking someone else's words and putting it out there for you that somehow I don't know. I feel like we cannot get away from the fact that there is this subconscious communication and that somehow a poet like Robert Frost, you know, a amazing poet, gorgeous poet, um, you know, accolades, accolades that somehow in those few lines that he had such a crisp understanding or crisp feeling that he layered into those 13 words that it evoked something visceral that I could, I can see, I could see this image and that it gave me a, an emotion, a possibly indefinable emotion, a, an emotion of two lines and 13 words. And so I think we come back to this when people talk about what is good, what is, what is art? Who am I? That in, in many ways are not easily definable, not easily understood, certainly not something that is always teachable or learnable. Maybe it might be something that we put together over time with our craft. So this is the other thing that I've been thinking about is like reader expectations. And I think I'm going to write up probably for my blog post Wednesday. I should like write up a real essay for it, but it's a big difference between I used to get paid for essays. Now I put them on my blog, but reader expectations, making the reader happy. So someone who was reading bright familiar told me that they were very surprised and this is ever so slightly spoilery. I mean, it's about an event that happens later in the book, but tell me if, um, I mean, you could tap out, tap out for like a minute. I wish there was a way to like selectively mute, but anyway, the point at which I think I can do this without spoiling when they're trying to fix the levy. And so the spoiler part is dun 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 is that Gabriel succeeds that and it's a big show. And the person who was commenting on this said that they thought that it was going to be a failure, that it was going to go very badly and that this would be like a more standard fantasy novel trope. And they had commented that I do things differently and that I get tired of this. Sometimes this thing of your audience must expect different things. And I think that by that audience, we mean romance lovers, right? And, and so I've been thinking about that and I thought, well, yeah, definitely. I wanted that to be a big display for reasons. Um, I also felt like Gabriel had suffered through the whole ignominy of trying to raise the man's 
but this person was commenting saying I think you do some things in your books and they're just trying to understand how I do what I do um, you know st- sort of studying the way that I do things so it's not intended as criticism but they said I think you put things in your books just to make your readers happy and I I've been thinking about that and I'm like well yes <laughs> I do do things to make my readers happy and writing this novella the sugar plum holiday novella which has turned out to have slightly more conflict than I anticipated but still I'm writing this entirely to make my readers happy and it's like why why is that a debate why is that why is there the converse position where maybe we are not making readers happy where we don't do things to make readers happy because it is somehow more meaningful right and so we can have all of these debates about the intensity of literature and you know what is literature what is art hummingbird is over here hummingbirds are still here it's not time for Halloween decorations when there's hummingbirds I I can't uh, bring the two of them together and I know many of you live in much warmer places than I do but still uh yeah drink up honey because you are going to have to head south we'll miss you anyway sorry back on back on topic I was reading this book and I'm not going to say what it is but it's a book by um, a very well-known author who is also a friend and who is a wonderful writer I very very much enjoy their writing they've won big awards deservedly so I think uh, and I was reading this book and enjoyed it at first but it had begun to feel like a slog and where I was just like Ugh. I'm it, 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 I was torn because I was enjoying the writing and enjoying the character I really enjoyed the protagonist but the story itself was not gripping me and also it felt kind of relentlessly dark that there were you know it was supposed to be like one bad thing after one bad thing after another happening and but I was I was just starting to I wasn't enjoying it the the reader was not happy and and I know a lot of people feel like that that's not important right and and that's not what this story was supposed to be right it's a and it's not romance even though this author is known for having romantic elements and there was a romance in the book in that the protagonist has a very rich and happy marriage with her husband and that was a an important part of the story and so (laughs) but I was feeling a little bit blue over the weekend and I started to think is it this book because I didn't really have any other reasons to feel blue um, you know other than like maybe a lot of rain but normally I like that right and so I thought well maybe this book is kind of getting me down and so I was considering DNFing it because I thought you know life is short and I don't want to read you know if I'm yeah and so and then the author killed the protagonist's husband 
And so I was reading this yesterday morning. Yeah, yesterday morning with my coffee out on the portal. It was sunny. I was having a good time considering DNFing this book though. And then the protagonist's husband gets killed. And I like paged ahead in the Kindle a little bit. I looked at some of the reviews to see maybe he's not really dead. Reader, he was really dead. And I know that the author did not break the contract necessarily because this was not a romance. But I didn't see it coming and I didn't expect that major of a character to be killed and I I tapped out I I thought I cannot (laughs) do this and so in this case I was not happy and and I know that there are many people who will say that I don't need to be happy as a reader right and that's not what this book is supposed to do and many many people have loved this book I mean like 1600 reviews on Amazon very very high rating well thought of book in fact the negative reviews the things that people didn't like about it (laughs) amusingly had to do with not liking the protagonist as being a prickly heroine which you all know how I feel about that you know it's like fuck that shit uh that didn't bother me at all but yeah so I mean that's one thing about being largely a romance reader is I want I want to read happy stuff and I don't mind darkness as long as I get that reward of the occasional happy thing. Um, I would be curious to know those of you who have read bright familiar if you were surprised that Gabriel succeeded at the levy. Uh, I felt like that was there had been the moment with finally finally succeeding at raising the man man's but it was a private moment between him and Nick whereas this was public and I felt like it was needed. I don't know. Anyway thoughts for the day I'm going to leave you with Robert Frost's words and I will talk to you all tomorrow. You all take care. I guess I always end with my sign off don't I let's just read it one more time. She loves the bear the withered tree. She walks the sodden pasture lane. It's a beautiful fall image. All right. I will talk to you all tomorrow. You all take care. Bye bye.